Episode five, part one. It's the return. It's the return. It's the recap show, man. And we got a lot of naysayers out here. A lot of naysayers. There's a lot going on in part one of episode five. The Iliad, um, Coach T, man. What's good with you? Not too much, buddy. What's going on with you, man? Man, a little tired, but we're going to make it happen, though, man. We're going to get the show going through. Get these people. Good little half hour show um, on the breakdown of what we saw and where it's going, man. Give them my opinion. Go ahead. You can give it <laughs> off. It's just funny, just the title, man, The Iliad. You know, when you think of that, you know, I'm into Greek mythology and stuff like that, especially, you know, all of us seen the little Brad Pitt, you know, uh, the movie Troy. So I was like, man, it's funny that they named, they, they named it this way. And normally when you, things associated with that, it's like a Greek tragedy. So I was trying to see, you know, what the tie-in was, you know, to this. Are they, are they saying this is the downfall? You know, where, where was the Trojan horse? You know, where was all those things at, man? So I was looking for it. I didn't really see it. So maybe it's going to be in part two. Maybe it's going to be in part two, or maybe it was right there and uh, you didn't see it. So the Iliad is uh, it's a ancient Greek epic poem. Um, Homer. Just Yeah, Homer, man. Y'all look that up. I know y'all ain't been to school in a yeah. long time, so just go yeah. ahead and Google the, that thing. The last year of the Trojan War, man. You know, yeah. city of Troy, city of Troy go down, and you 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 want you, right now we're doing a podcast with a couple of Trojans, you know, so we know a little yeah. bit, know a little bit about Trojan War, different things like that. We we know our Greek mythology, you know. Yeah. So seven two seven sixty two BC, bro. My bad, seven sixty two BC. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was the downfall of the siege of Troy, man. So, you know, see what's going on with this. You know, are they? You know, is it Teddy's downfall? Is it is it is it going to be, you know, is it going to be Franklin's downfall? We got to see. Hmm. I don't think it's going to be Franklin's downfall right now. Could be Teddy. But where we at with it, man? Just giving the show up, talking about the show in 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 general, man. So Franklin kicked the show off, coming back going over to the fam and saying, what's up with that money? Let's get this money up because uh, we're trying to build this building. We're trying to build a commercial building, which essentially they're trying to flip the dope money and go straight at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So they can take care of their families for generations. But Louie put a pause on that shit. She said, nah, we was going to think about it, but we didn't say we was investing in it, man. So what up with that? Yo, Louis said, that's your dream, not ours. Mm. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, man. Louis, Louis is, uh, she has become the uh, opposition in camp to where she's not going along with the flow of what Nephew wants to do anymore, even though Nephew is really the mastermind of a lot of this situation. She finds herself saying, you know what, my shortcomings, I almost died. I'm trying to control my own destiny. I'm not going to put my situation in your hands anymore. And uh, boo thing, you know what I'm saying, Jerome, you ride with me or you ride with nephew at the right. end of the day? 
Like Jerome got to fall in. So, you know, basically she's saying, you know, whatever happened to her moving forward is going to be based off her decision, not Franklin's or anybody else's. I don't think that's a good move. I think that's the problem that we have in the black community as a whole. At the end of the day, we don't practice collectivism. We don't move in one, you know what I'm saying? We don't move as one machine to try to get the best outcome. Everybody always want to have a, a nucleus and then all of these tentacles grow like the octopus because everybody want to be, as they say, the chief or the HNIC in, 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 yeah. uh, <laughs> in retrospect. <laughs> But yeah, right. that's one of the problems, you know. Sometimes you gotta be you gotta be a follower before you can lead, and definitely, you know, you gotta have a head for what's going on. Uh, you know, it's gotta be generals, it's gotta be chiefs, it's gotta be it's gotta be soldiers. You know, it's, it's gotta be some type of thing. The biggest thing, you know, between you know any any chance of black gangs or black mobs versus other things is you know you got shit rolls down here, you know, people know how to fall in line, people, you know, and it's just too many people, what they say, crabs in a barrel, you know, somebody gain, get, gain a little foot pace and then somebody else pull them back down, they, you know, they don't know how to fall in and, hey, sometimes, you know, somebody got the right mind for things, you got to follow in and the biggest thing that was hurtful was, you know, he's like, he, he went from the 10 million to, hey, you can just give me Five ten percent. That's all we need to get everything started, get things moving. Because he sees the long game. Like, hey, this is our way out of it. We can have a legitimate thing. We don't have to have our money tied in the stuff in South America. You know where you got a lot of communists and a whole lot of disarray things going on. Uh, you know we can have our money. You know legit getting getting residual income. You know not having to move no drugs or anything else. But that's the other part. When some people, some of these people get involved in drugs, they think it's going to be forever. You know, they don't see the long game. They don't care about putting their life and different things in danger. Well, Sissy, Sissy said that when uh, yeah, later on. Pre- previous episode. Now, on the previous right. episode, you know, she already broke it down to him, man. This ain't no empire that's going to be long standing. At the end right. of the day, she's already has. She she has a husband who's gone through the Black Panthers trials, and uh, uh, as we know now, he's, he's suffered an ill fate at the hands of whomever. We're assuming that it's Teddy McDaniels at this point. So we haven't gotten there. Then Sissy is the mother just recapping again, and you know she's trying to break it down to her son and break it down to the family. Like she could see the tension in in, in camp. She could see the tension between them. But it turns into a situation of trust now. You know, it, it's a word play. If we go back and we look at the way that they set this up as far as the word play of the shows, um, let's take a look at it real quick. Um, give me one second here. So we started off with comments in the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Flashing right. fast stars, it's a fast game. We got commitment. Lions, you know, showing who 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 out there ready to do this thing. And then the revolution, and now we have the Iliad. So it's poetically written in regards to 
the way that they are uh, scripting the titles of each episode, and it's key things that you got to pay attention to in the episodes. Now where we immediately go into Franklin going in and going to make a buy. Obviously, he's going to make a buy from Oso, and Teddy gets there. Peaches is not with him. Say, Peaches got a day off. <laughs> oh, sick day, sick day, man. So you're giving out sick days now. So you gotta, so you gotta take care of your people because if you don't, they'll just do things behind your back. Exactly. So you got first day on the job, or at least in this particular situation, you got dude covering for peaches and You know what I'm saying, Griselda. These guys pull up out of nowhere and. uh they they pull a fast one, man. It's a shootout in the alley. Everybody split up. You know, Franklin takes Oso with him. And you got your guy over here, Teddy, having to make it to where he needed to get to, a safe spot that is. And one by one, Franklin's family is hit. Franklin's family is hit from the table, sitting out having a lunch with the mother, aunt, uncle and his uh girlfriend baby mother to be and then the boys when they go over go pick up the guns make the gun run from uh your boy ivy ivy got ivy got some rocket launchers man them rpgs yeah. baby yeah, he got no big thing he said ain't no ain't no receipts now i can't just take this back now y'all you do what you ask for this is what i want to got you know now you want to downgrade to the the little pistols and guns. <laughs> well, check it out, though. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, though, right? In, in, in all of what we know of, the dope game in the 80s and hearing about the way things played out, we've seen the New Jack City and other stuff yeah. like that. Never in my life have I seen a black man with a goddamn RPG busting a rocket launcher <laughs> like he over in uh, on the West Bank over there in the Fertile Crescent. <laughs> or in Palestine or somewhere like that. That ain't what we do no. over here in our hoods. So, no. Ivy, Ivy, you was out of bounds. You was, man, I'm no. calling a foul on that play. How you going to bring some <laughs> damn rocket launchers in America? Some yeah, ain't nobody got no tanks no plane. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they, went, I mean, they, they went a little too far, right? He, he getting ready for you getting ready for Kosovo and all that. Man, that, that he was going in. That, that's Palestine and, and Israel yeah. fight right there. That ain't our fight, bro. Yeah. Ain't yeah. Our fight. Not at all. Not at yeah, all. Well, they, they all hit up. And people on the internet acting crazy trying to figure this thing out, man. You know, obviously we figured out back in episode two, in the recap, at least I threw it in. The, I threw it in the atmosphere that I think Peach is gonna be easy. E, we got the HIV that's gonna come out at some point. You called, you called it. What? What? Appreciate it. But now let me ask you this: Who you think is the mole that's getting these jokers shot at like this? I don't know because. I don't know if it's Veronique trying to get Franklin to get out the game since she's pregnant. You know, 
because that could be one way. Or uh, is it the two strippers? You know, since you know they they not being able to call no shots, and you know the dude who just made it rain on he just got taken out. So, you know, it could it can be an array of people. I I, I can't call it right now. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. And say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so, yo. I'm gonna say it like this. I think the mole gonna be Wanda. I think she gonna be like Chris Rock and Pookie in New Jack City. Oh man. She gonna take whatever is offered from whoever is enticing her to play both sides. Or if it's not her doing it by herself, it's her and the little kid that he broke his ankle about the uh the pair of Jordans in the first episode. Yes, yeah. That is because here's 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 where I'm going with it. When uh Maurice was rapping on top of the building or I mean just kicking on top of the building, but the songs that he's created, right? Right. He had he had to get that information from somebody telling him detail for detail of what's going on in the hood. They ain't writing about it in the newspaper like that. So people say Veronique, I say no, because she don't really rock with Leon like that. I mean, I I look at a person who can get next to each one of them or information but from each one of them, and she's entrusted by Franklin and kind of sort of by Leon to a certain degree. She was right. already saying, "Hey, yo, this check ain't really cutting it at the at the phone sex job." She was right. struggling mentally to keep herself focused, and man, that crack keep calling, that crack, that crack, that crack keep calling, man. As they as it's been well documented, so I'm gonna go on the stretch and say I think Wanda is the culprit. Damn, could be, man, because. She begged Leon for a job. Leon pretty much was like, "Hey, we we already been down that road. We ain't going back down that that road again." You know. Then she came at Franklin. And, uh, you know, and Franklin gave him a little job, but just like she said, you know, yeah, I've been collecting the rent money, this and that, but hey, I had to spend a little bit of money to fix this and this. And that's why I was like, "Damn, did, did she really spend it to fix what she said, or did she did she did she relapse?" I don't know. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's yeah. telling tale, but but yeah. the thing of it is this for me. Um, you know, like we saw Pookie in New Jack City, right? Pookie in New Jack City went all the way to the brink, being an informant, right? Until he got thrusted in a pressure situation, and his pressure coping mechanism uh, was crack cocaine. So for her, this is what I'm going to point out with her. When she was uh, at her lowest on dope, she was willing to do anything. She was willing to mess up the organization way back when, when she was on dope. She's always been erratic and she's always been a person that could try to leverage herself. She was ear hustling with the daddy when the daddy had the drug rehab place. 
So she got a lot of intel, bro. She know a lot about the local inner workings of the whole situation with them folks. So right. that's that's the only reason why I'm finger pointing at her. I could be wrong. Only time will tell. We in part one of this joint of the Iliads. And so uh, let's get the breakdown, man, of running through the streets. So what you got for me, man? Let's talk about it. Let me get your ver- version of what you're seeing, man. Your play-by-play. Um, I'm with you all the way. Uh, you know, this is this is a series of, of of miseries and disastrous events, man. You know, like like you say, Franklin, Franklin, uh, Franklin said he woke up, man. He got a phone call, thinking, "Hey, my life has changed. Everything gonna be great. I can I can slowly break away from." buying all this coke, doing all these things, because we're going to get all these properties. And then, you know, next thing you know, they some essays popped up on them, and <laughs> they running high underneath houses and stuff like that. You know, also say, man, I, I was making pancakes in the shape of animals this morning for my kids, you know. Like, we got to get out of here and get back. And then, uh, you know, it's crazy, man. It, you know, they end up doing all these things, done without no bullets, you know, different things going on, you know, and it's like everywhere he turns, he's like, you know, he's like, I don't even know if I got a family to go back to because he can't get a hold of nobody. 911 texting Leon, Leon, um, you know, caught up in what they're trying to do with the guns, you know, go down to uh, Chinatown or wherever they went for that, man, and, you know, just different stuff going on and, you know, trying to get stuff done, but one thing you do see too, man, his girlfriend, uh, Veronique, you know, at least she got some sense. She held on to the gun. She held on to the purse. You know, she ain't letting them get caught. And, uh, you know, the auntie picked up on and called the CI. And, man, the CI said, man, all, you know, all I want is a thank you. And then you seen Jerome step to him like, look, you can come see me when you get out of the cop thing. You say, you know, what you want me to thank you for sniffing up everything in the bar like a Hoover or or how y'all treat us in the projects or this and that. That's what I really peeped on because you're definitely going to see a climax with that coming up soon. The one of them going to have to go. He's like, you don't see, you know, he's like, oh, who done shit in y'all Cheerios this morning? You know, <laughs> people shooting at you. So it's like, it's kind of like it wasn't no surprise to him too. So he might be the mole with someone else. Man, it's the code of the street, man. It's the code of the street. And one thing that we've had a problem with and um and and, and most of the most of the black organized crime families who snitches on the person at the top. It's always somebody in the camp. You know what I'm saying? If it's DMF with them boys, you know what I mean, it was somebody in the camp. That 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 told. If we look at right. Nino Brown, it was somebody in the camp. G money. That G money. You know what I'm saying? So every right. time it's black organized crime at a very high risk level situation, nobody <laughs> practiced the AKA no snitch rule that they love to uphold when they beating up everyday common citizens. Right. They don't they don't hold that and maintain that for themselves. I mean, even 
you know, your man's over here who just got murked in New York with the situation. He even told to try to get himself out of a federal situation because he felt that he was going to get killed on the inside. The guy from Paid in Full, you know, the recent, and this real life, real life New York drug kingpin that was taken out on uh, October 31st, this past Halloween, you know. But, and that's all I can really say about the situation. I mean, we know it's going to be a shocker. It's going to be like, oh, man, I can't believe it. But I definitely know it's in camp. I'm giving you my closest hunches uh, as far as what I can surmise as far as thinking about who, how they projected the images of the people uh, throughout the uh, show thus far. It's a lot that we could get into, but crazy thing, man. I'm gonna hit you with a couple more points because I don't want to. I don't want to drag this one out. But uh, right. what you what you think about Teddy situation? You know, he made it. He made it to a safe house. He found a girl from the jungle that he was rocking with over there when he was going back and forth. And I don't really care about her fixing him up. I mean, she did give a little more revelation to HIV, you know, right. um, making its way into the uh, area. Right. But I question you this, right? Riddle me this. Do you think he was hallucinating in what he saw as his final vision with her? Where she was going down, possibly touching herself in a provocative manner? Do you think that's his illusion? Or do you think that's the real situation? <laughs> see, I'm torn because he was in a lot of pain. And then you see him wake up with the, uh, you can definitely tell he's on some type of laughing gas or some type of medicine. She medicated him. Once he came back too, he kept giggling. Or, you know, just like before she left to go back to the hospital to get the stuff, she threw the salt on the wound, literally. And she said, yeah, the pain going to keep you up. You know that way, I know that. You know the more the the more the pain, the more it hurts, the more you're gonna stay alert and awake. So basically, like I need you to stay alert and awake till I get back. But she did say, you know, like one of the nurses got the HIV. She's like, I'm gonna put on these gloves because one of the nurses got HIV and and she didn't even get to have fun. So basically, she was saying like she got it from the blood without having no sex. You know. And that's why I also say, too, that's why they threw, you know, as bad as it was, that's why they threw the land bias because we probably gonna we probably going to get some from our boy Magic or some other athlete where they keep tying in the HIV thing. But I think it's a combination, I think, because she say, like, it's a high, because I remember they, they might have did Quaaludes or something like that while they was in South America. They did something. Um, she said it's it's a real I get a high because this is my first time operating, you know. Like now I'm in America, I'm basically just changing bed pants. Like this is my first time operating, so I think she got some type of high off of it. I mean we we've heard about the dentist getting it on and then all your all your buttons don't be on when you wake up when <laughs> when they put you under in the dentist or different things like that. So I don't think I, th- I don't think he uh he was hallucinating. I think she did. She probably did. I think she she got a high thing. I think she was touching herself. 
Damn. Okay. Interesting point, man. And uh But so we, he did you know, he did pull some cocaine right on the wound too and sniffed it. So <laughs> it can go either way, man. But yeah, I, I don't think he'll even if he did hallucinate some, I don't think he'll hallucinate all of it. Yeah. I mean, just chopping it up, man, at the end of the day. So we, you know, it, it, it was pretty much, the show in itself was pretty much cut into, like, three segments. You know what I mean? Like, the shootout, right. the getaway, and um, the getaway, you know, the patch-up for him. And and then and we left with them basically trying to figure out what's the what. But the other the other getaway, let's examine that as well. Franklin and Oso. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Them boy, them boys yeah. got caught. Them boy got caught on the other side of the town. They got caught on the Vato side over there, man. The Cholo side. Mm-hmm. And them cholos ran up on them, man. And yeah. it was like, yeah, let's get them bags. They tried to run down on them, and they made a dash. Dropped the bread, and then they find themselves in an the interesting house, man. What's really happening yeah. right here? Cause this is what, this what, this what, from what I'm reading online with what people talking about, about the show, this is what black people getting lost. <laughs> <laughs> But they find they find gotta, it unbelievable. But you gotta understand, you're on the wrong side of town. And then too, like I say, man, we we got a lot of background and stuff like this. That's basically like if we did something, we got stuck in locks of hatches. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you had Bobo, you had Bobo loose around there to the point where police was even afraid. They they you know they had tasers, they had different things they could have did. They could have put them to sleep. But even the police saw that thing and bust them. You know, yeah. I mean, so so when you're in the wrong part of town, you know, things could happen. You know, like I say, they tried the phone, phone didn't work. You know, they walked up on a thing that they 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 walked into a taxidermist or probably possibly a hunter. You know, that that's getting illegal exotic animals. Cause what's the first thing Franklin saw? That big bear. You know. And he got scared as hell, but it was stuffed. So he was like, oh, man, you going to stuff up too? He was like, yeah, probably the big one. Talk about Oso. <laughs> and next thing you know, them boys were asleep. Then they woke up looking at the tiger. So, I mean, you're in California, man. People got exotic animals. Who more? I mean, I mean <laughs> we even saw... Uh, Okay, let's bring it back to the drug game. We saw Tony Montana. What what Tony Montana had? He had a big tiger on the chain. <laughs> Mike yeah. Tyson had a tiger. Come on, man. I mean, it's not too far fetched. You know? Yeah, but you know our people, man. Our people like ah, man, this is making the show cheesy. Yeah. This, that, and the other. And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm reading the comments. You know, the back play. And we recapping and we recapping at the end of the day, just reaction of the people as well. Right. Oh man, you know, like you said, it's people who could have had crazy stuff. You know, I've been to somebody's house for a business meeting, and they had that very exact bear. I've been to the house of uh, the guy who was responsible for uh, 
uh, predicted markets on Wall Street. So he had a he had a bull on one side, and of course he had corresponding. He had a bear on the other side in his in his mansion. And, wow. Um, you know, I, yeah, man, over there Manalapan. I'm talking to him. I ain't really I didn't really get the correlation at first, and he was like, uh, "Yeah, the bulls and the bear." Yeah, I said, "What you got? Well, the, the market. market, the stock market. Yeah. It's the bull and no. the bear." I was no. a major player in that industry. I was like, "Oh, okay, 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 cool." You know what I mean? So he, he, you know, he used a taxidermy, had his stuff. They was legit. You know, I walked up on them, felt them, and everything, and they was legit. But it's uh, <clears throat> you know, like the the little wisecrack that he said to. So Franklin, he's like, he's like you too skinny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like with your friend over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You too skinny. You know, I can't really stuff you. You know, but it's some wild people, man. You know, you never know who your neighbors are because ninety percent right. of the world, especially in America, we ain't neighborly. We looking out the window right. like, what they doing? Who that is? What that is coming around here? So unless you know your neighbors, and of course these people are not in their neighborhood, they on the run, trying to escape, you know, a beatdown. If not being murdered, running from uh, a Spanish gang, a Latino gang on their side of town, as uh, you know, they just they just turned off in the cut as the car broke down from a botched drug deal, robbery from other people. So you know, lo and behold. They they they're in a sticky situation, but I get what they're saying. It makes it a little cheesy because now here we are with how they gonna get out of this? How right. they gonna talk their way out of this? How they gonna get their way out of this? But when we return back to the title, the Iliad, it's an odyssey. So with it being an odyssey, it's a long journey, man. That's it's it. a long journey. It's a long journey to get to the end. And, you know, we've seen. Who's going to show up to be Achilles? <laughs> yeah. Who's, you know, who's going to be the Achilles of, 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 of this of this epic tragedy? There it is. There it is. Put it. That's a great, great synopsis. Great synopsis. Who's going to be the Achilles? You know what I mean? Because if we look at the, you know, you say it was. The Trojan War, and I'm just going to set it up again. When we're talking about Iliad, just give people more context and the breakdown of it. It's a 10-year siege of the city of Troy um, by, by a coalition of Greek states. It tells the battle and the events during the weeks of the quarrel between King Agamemnon, Agamemnon and the warrior Achilles. So here we go. We we got the warrior. I mean, Franklin is the warrior, so I guess he gonna somehow, some way, unless it's Leon, unless it's Leon. Yeah, somebody has come to rescue. Le, Le, Leon is always somehow been the moral consciousness of Franklin, who hasn't. Who 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 wasn't necessarily a fighter, definitely not a killer. Once he once he originally got into this game, but like I said before, you consider yourself a dope boy. Hey, ain't shit off limits, man. Once you become a dope man, you got to do it all to the end 
if you want to finish on top at the end of the day, you know. And sometimes in the kingpin, your reign can be short or your reign can be long like John Gotti and some of those other guys that, that, that stayed around for a long time before it came down to the cops having to use the uh, RICO law in order to take them down. But needless to say, you know, hey, these boys in the pinch, man. And uh, I, 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 I really like the buildup right now. Even though I hate waiting a week for it, I wish they would just release this thing so you could binge watch it. But I guess, you know, it's good that the network is controlling this and taking us on a week-by-week situation so we can have something to look forward to in these crazy times. But I don't really have much more to say, man. I don't want to drag it out, you know, because we get a part two of this next week. What other party... Parting words you got for the situation, man, for this week's wrap up. Yeah, I'm just just like you, man. I'm excited to see the rest. It's gonna be a hell of a talk game to get out of this situation. Um it's funny where Teddy, you know, just went to this lady out the blue. I don't know how he found her. You know, just drove to her house like she says she's in a nice part of town. She can't have a shut up, you know, uh gun ridden vehicle out here in this area. And I just wonder whether, you know, is is she going to become his love interest or anything like that? It's going, it's going, you know, but basically Teddy, when Teddy got hit, man, Teddy ain't give a damn about nobody. He took it off. <laughs> so I wonder if also, just like how Teddy put the bug on him before, I wonder if also is going to get closer to Franklin now, you know, because of all this stuff or, or is he going to go back to hanging with Teddy again? You got to see how all this stuff play out. You know what I mean? Once Teddy got hit, once Teddy got hit, Teddy peeled on him. <laughs> you know, Franklin had yeah. to tell also, hey, get behind my car, man, so you don't get shot. And then, you know, Franklin ran the van, and then he made sure Oso was all right. You know, he basically nursed Oso back. So you seen them kind of bond underneath that house, man. They needed each other. Now they... Now they still need each other. They stuck, you know, in the little pen with the tiger, you know, tiger on the other side, man. So, you know, it, it, you know that's also also was was Franklin's hero in the beginning of this thing. You gotta remember too, you know, when he was the wrestler and everything. So, you know, we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see what happens, man. Hopefully, you know, hey, he ain't set this up so <laughs> he could rob them for the dope and say, "Yeah, I told you so." You know, uh, and and we'll see next week, man. I just want to say to everybody who's listening, shout out to y'all, man, from um, all of the international countries that keep keep supporting, you know, greater than the 1%. Um, following that, I got from uh, England and uh, England, Japan, Brazil, France, uh, India, India of all places. Shout out to whoever out there in uh, India holding it down, checking me out. Checking the show out, you know we appreciate everything, man. And uh, don't forget to like, follow, share, all that good stuff. And until next time, man, peace. Peace.